What is going on, Craft Beer Hustlers family? Welcome to episode five of the Craft Beer Hustlers podcast. This one, again, is just for Johnny and I. We do not have a guest this week, but we are still super excited for you guys to hear this episode. We talk about phase three openings in Massachusetts, some of Johnny's gamblings that he's been doing over the past couple of weeks, and any new beers that we've been getting at. So sit tight, crack a beer, and enjoy the episode. Welcome to episode five of the Craft Beer Hustlers. I am John, and Dan is right there in the Craft Beer Hall. Uh, welcome to episode five. Um, appreciate you coming out. Obviously, uh, with everything going on, we appreciate you taking the time to listen. Got a good episode here for you today. Got a, a nice polarizing topic, as well as a couple more degenerate stories. Uh, if you heard listen to our last episode you'll know exactly what i'm talking about so we're excited to get to that uh before we do though dan uh what are you drinking today man uh i am drinking the kersenlich and i probably butchered that name but it is a limited release smoked lager by mighty squirrel um so doing a little different than normal um but i can tell you that kersenlich uh stands for candlelight and I don't, I'm not reading that off the back of the can, but yeah, my, uh, my buddy Cam gave me this can. So I'm super excited for this, this beer. It's an old cam can. I like it. All right. Um, I just went to Buffalo again f- to celebrate the fourth, got a couple beers. So I got a beer from resurgence brewing company called social distancing. Shout out to resurgence brewing. If you're listening, you, you gave us a follow the other day while I was there. So, uh, if you're listening, love the spot, the, uh, poutine with beef on weck was fantastic i appreciate it um Ooh. yeah it was so good um, poutine mm, so good uh they label this as a buffalo style ipa not too high on the abv 5.9 percent uh nice straw color very fruity it was delicious and i'm excited to have it um but yeah so cheers everyone hope you're uh hope you're having one with us while you're listening and uh again thanks for uh thanks for all your support so First topic off the bat there, Johnny, um, we in Massachusetts are entering our phase three and us being a craft beer podcast predominantly within this uh, COVID culture, we have now been uh, very kindly given the opportunity to hit up the casinos uh, opening probably in, what is it, stage two of phase three? Uh, Um, Yeah, I think Encore announced they're going to be open on July 13th. Yeah, so the... Uh, Encore Casino will be opening up their gambling floors, so uh, I'm still going to be very hesitant to go to a casino to gamble. I mean, we talked about that last week and my my experience with the casino on the cruise ship, but I don't think I personally am going to go spend the $15 minimum tables that they have uh, and go risk myself getting COVID there. No, no. Um Definitely not. And that's actually a good little segue. But yeah, I mean, and it's just, um, yeah, it's not worth it. As degenerate as I am, um, uh, it's not something where I'm looking to stand in a crowd of people throwing some dice or, or playing cards. So uh, I'm happy to to stay in the house. I, um, as you know, and we, we talked about briefly, I have found a, a new online 
uh, gambling phenomenon, I like to call it because it's, uh, it's become a quick favorite of mine, but, uh, yeah, so I have no need, no need to leave the house just yet. I'm on a heater. Um, and, and so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I may be sharing your exact, uh, <laughs> new vice, but, uh, <laughs> Um, no, uh, while we have this running in the background, um, do you think that they're going to lower their table minimums over there at Encore uh, to try and get more people in the door? Uh, if I had to guess, I'd say no. You know, I've been reading up a lot of places in Vegas and otherwise have been kind of raising their minimums to kind of make some of that money back. Yeah. Um, you know, so I don't think you're going to see anything that you haven't seen at Encore Boston Harbor, but uh, I, I definitely don't think you're going to be seeing anything lower like you said i think 25 honestly might be the lowest for the kind of like when they open i think they're just going to treat this yeah. as a, a grand opening and they're just going to keep those tables at uh at you know probably 25 and 50 dollars yeah well like i said i'm not interested in in going and hanging out on the gambling floor as much as i would like to yeah. and in, as much as we talked about it last uh, episode i just i'm it's already scary as it is uh, i don't need to add any more yeah any more uh boogeyman to my life no um but as we have this rolling in the background we're about to get some new numbers so <laughs> four Johnny, reds, why don't, four reds why are don't, coming up here why don't you explain what we're watching right now all right so oh, there's two so uh this is firstly our, our uh, my uh, gambling platform hit me with another red right now see if i don't all right good um so this is a uh, i'm gonna say the official sponsor of the craft beer hustlers but hopefully they don't hear that because <laughs> they're not uh but they do ruin my life so bovada.lv it's you know check it out it's fine um but yeah so this game i found it i came across it with a, a friend of mine it's called color color it's a very simple concept. You get every two minutes a game comes up. Uh, some balls roll from out of nowhere. You can pick the color. You can try and pick a specific number. You know, you can pick a combination of colors, numbers. Uh, it's the simplest and most ridiculous thing. And I know this is super hypocritical because I was shitting on my mom last week for playing that ridiculous <laughs> version of Bingo. I think I found this game, no joke, like two days after we recorded that episode. So I am actually the biggest hypocrite. Also, mom, I know you listened. You texted me after I made fun of you on the last episode. So you can <laughs> <laughs> so you can also uh, you give it to me for this one, too, once you see this. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, highly addictive because the payouts are actually pretty good. I uh, I started with with uh, 50 bucks. I'm up to like 210. Well, like 200 now. I lost $10 before we started this. Um, but the payouts are all right. If you get up to, you know, I was betting for a while, just straight up winners. Pick a color, you bet five bucks, you win like 30, 36 or something like that, or 25. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's addicting. Five five yeah. for 18. So it's a good payout. Plus 260. You can play plus yeah. 280 for a draw if you want to play a value there. But it's uh, very, very enticing. I know you've been uh, playing around with it a little bit. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. I just put in. Yeah, oh, you just yeah. this is this is nutty. Uh, it, this is dangerous. This is dangerous. Yeah, it's bad. Um, but hopefully, we don't have more degenerates that are, or even more degenerates than us that are listening and now have a new vice for themselves because I that's not my intention for this podcast whatsoever. So it's not necessarily my intention, but I do kind of like to watch the world burn a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but also, I. You know, obviously, we, you know, I'm humble. We have a, a smaller, um, 
smaller fan base, a smaller crowd that listens to us. So I I know a good chunk of them and uh, they already know about the game. I've been sure to tell them. (laughs) Uh, I don't think anyone else has played yet. I think it's almost like, okay, we need to have an intervention for John. He's doing some some weird shit. Um, But it's, uh, it's, it's good, you know, and it's something you can do with like five bucks, you know, you don't have to do anything crazy. Yeah. And, you know, you've turned me onto it. I don't know if I want to jump headfirst into the water right now, but uh, I'm not going to lie. I I probably will spend some money. Emily, if you're listening, earmuffs. Uh, I don't need you to hear this part. It's it's so simple. You know, you just put in 50 bucks and that'll last you a while. You know, you spent five bucks trying to get that bank up. Like I said, I'm up to 210. Yeah. And um and even we were having the conversation before, and like we talked about last week, both of us are uh, now moving into home ownership, and I will be jumping the border and going up to New Hampshire, mm-hmm. um, where DraftKings is legal. So get to. I actually am more uh, confident in using DraftKings, obviously because they're an established company, yeah. uh, and not an offshore account like Bovada, but still. Um, I think being able to place uh, bets as I please, like say I'm watching a football game yeah. when it comes back next season or the season after that, um, just being able to pop in a bet right before the game starts is going to be very convenient. And uh, I'm sure I'll get some texts from Johnny unless he has someone else that he wants to go through. No, 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 no. Uh, I agree with that. It is a lot uh, safer, obviously, to go through. Not that I've never had any issues with this site. Um, yeah. you, they're right though. They are an offshore site, and so you know things. The potential is there, obviously. Uh, I do not have a, a hookup over the border there yet, so uh, you will be well, getting a lot of Venmos from me. I'm your guy. Yeah, just remember, remember the Venmo. I, remember. I I'll never forget. I don't, <laughs> and I think I mentioned this too. I, I, I'm not sure if I told this story, but uh, because they're offshore, Bovada runs their money through through different like accounts and, and companies i guess uh in different countries have i ever told you this yeah uh you haven't told me this i think we've had a conversation before about this because i got screwed once yeah so they'll just kind of like tell you hey thanks for your deposit keep a look out in your bank for a withdrawal from south korea and you're just like wait what yeah and they you just check your account and it'll lock shit up but it's yeah. all right. i've never had any that, issues which is nice well that's what happened to me i pumped my discover card information into bovada and then they were just like hey, this is kind of sketchy, or this is coming from China. And I was like, all right, well, and then Discover wasn't putting it through. So I tried again, and it wasn't putting it through. So I was like, all right, whatever. And then like probably two weeks later, Discover called me, and they were like, hey, we saw this uh, this charge come through from China. Mm-hmm. Was that you? And I was like, no. Like, what are you talking about? And then I got off the phone with a lady, and I was like, fuck. That was Bovada. <laughs> and then they, they blocked my card. So yep. I had to wait like a week before I got a new card. Yeah. And I've that done was all that. on me. I've done that out of embarrassment. Like I've known, you know, like I've been yeah. like, oh, that, that was Bovada. And I've been like, mm, I don't know. And you do some quick thinking, like, am I going to need this card in the next like two weeks? Because I'm about mm-hmm. to lie to this lady and she's going to lock it up. But I'm too embarrassed to be like, yeah, that was uh, that was me. So. I, I just thought of it now. The best way to do it is just say like you were on bang goods or like alibaba and you're buying something from some yeah. some factory in china yep. and just direct exactly. you don't have to worry about it i know i should do that 
But uh, any any other gambling stuff that you've been uh, you've been working on that you've been going through? No, I've been uh, I'm I'm waiting. I'm intrigued to see. Uh, obviously, with baseball and, and hockey and basketball starting up, yeah. I'm intrigued to see. They don't have anything out yet. We just looked, but you know, kind of what they'll if they'll even put up you know futures for for the MLB and MVP race and the World Series and stuff. So I'll keep an eye out for that. But um, I know before all this started, I think it was the Dodgers and the uh yankees were the two favorites mm-hmm. to win the world series so we'll see how it goes i'm not going to bore everyone with baseball talk but uh <laughs> it'll be interesting 60 game season just need to pop off you got one pitcher taking uh you know 12 13 starts you get him to go 10 and you go 10 and 2 in his starts you can go 500 in the remaining in the remaining 48 and you're 10 games over 500 mm-hmm. eight games over 500 and you're in the playoffs so uh hopefully the Sox can can pop off and yeah, they're going to rake this year. So, anyway, yeah. but I think it's interesting with all the sports teams because I think what was it yesterday? I got a Twitter update that nine more um, NHL players tested positive for yep. COVID. So it's like I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with sports because even yeah. MLB, I think a couple guys tested positive as well. So it's yep. it's kind of nutty. Well, in the MLB, they're shutting down practice facilities because they're not getting COVID tests back, like results. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, it personally, it's like, you know, why are you doing this? You know, I like, yeah, it's just not worth it. Like, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know, but I, I, I like, I get it. You want to bring a light to people's life, yeah. but at the same time, like, unless you're playing inside of a bubble, which players don't want to do when that's been apparent with, yeah. especially the MLB players speaking out about it. It's just, it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's... How the MLB thinks they're going to be able to travel is, is wild to me, but yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the NBA's bubble in Florida with all of those stupid, stupid people in those cases mm-hmm. going right back, right back to the roof. So, yeah, I mean, you're putting a bubble in one of the most dangerous spots. It doesn't seem to make sense either, but well, that's, that's what you get when you open up before all of the advisement and then, People are just going buck wild. But I mean, it's not just Florida. It's Texas. It's Arizona. It's all those places. And like, I'm not going to knock you. You didn't have any, any, uh, or you didn't have as much as like Boston and New York, but at the same time, this is what happens because one person can just fuck everyone else. So it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say I told you so, but you're being a big dumb idiot. Yeah, I will. Florida, you're a bunch of dumb dumbs. (laughs) Bunch of dumb dumbs. So, um, yeah, so I think that's pretty much all we've got on the uh, on the sports front. We might need to start getting into soccer because I know soccer's back out. Yeah, yeah, that's something I, I don't know a ton about in like knowledge wise to bet on. So it's something I, I got to look up for sure. I feel like that's going to be all we've all we've got here for the foreseeable future. So I got to talk to my buddy um, Sebastian because he is a big soccer guy and we can bring him on for for uh for sebi's locks i actually have a picture i work with him and i have a picture i photoshopped of of his face on on Stu finer with his like belly out and it just says locked let's do it so i'm ready for I'll, it i'll bring him on next time and make sure he he has some conversations about what's going on i'm ready i'm here for it <laughs> but uh yeah so that is that with sports uh craft beer uh you went up to the great lakes 
or the lakes region. Yeah, yeah, we were up in uh, up in Buffalo. So I went to two breweries while we were up there. The county that we were in, or the county that Buffalo was in, I think the most recent day they reported was, I think we were there July second. The most recent day they reported was June thirtieth, and there were seven cases. So that's awesome. Yeah, so it's a little different world up there. So I figured yeah. mask up and hit a couple breweries and, and see what yep. it's like. Like I said, because I haven't been going out here uh yeah. in boston so uh, it was nice to be able to get out and, and check out a couple places while we were up there yeah so you said you went to resurgence and where else did you go went to resurgence went to buffalo brewing company both did great stuff buffalo mm-hmm. brewing company i really liked um and i think it's right up your alley they did they had a czech pilsner a vienna lager a couple different cream ales so not you know really the, the typical stuff we're seeing right now which yeah. is great because we've talked about it before it's just kind of uh something that's taking the toll on my palate, but, uh, resurgence was good. Uh, but it was definitely more of the, the trendy stuff. So a lot of new England IPAs, I had a blueberry mm-hmm. pancake Bach, which was absolutely de- delicious. Whoa. Yeah. That's so, wild. I know. So we did it in a flight, yeah. uh, which is the most I would be able to have of it. It was too sweet. Yeah. Uh, but in that moderation, it was absolutely delicious. Um, yeah. a friend of mine, um, used to live out in Portland, Oregon. So we used to go to Great Notion when I visited a lot. And mm-hmm. so they had the Juice Junior and the Double Stack. You'd mix them. It would taste like a little blueberry pancake. I think now they just brew that together at this point. Yeah. Because they yep. knew that everyone was doing it. Um, and it did. It tasted just like a, a, a blueberry pancake. And it was very good. And that was kind of the, the pinnacle of it for me for a long time. Yeah. And then I had this. And it was honestly the best. best yeah, the best one I've ever had. Sounds super interesting. Something that is definitely not being brewed. I've never heard of a pastry Bach before. Like yeah. that's that's pretty wild. So that's kind of cool that they're they're doing stuff like that. Yeah. So they had a Bach on their menu, and then they just altered the the recipe to get the blueberry and maple in there. So nice. yeah, it was it nice. was delicious. Very good. Very good. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I went up to uh, Portland's past weekend. So obviously people that follow me on my Instagram saw the big haul that I had. Um, and just so everyone knows, it was not just for me. It was me and two other people, which okay. is still even insane for for the amount of 177, right? Did I get that math? 176, 177? I didn't do the exact math. I think it was stacked four high and like 11 or 14 wide yeah it was it was 176 i commented on it divided by three yeah. that's still uh what like 50 50 58 59 beers a person 59 beers a person yeah but it was like our buddy matt he uh he got some and he only got four four packs i think i got like right under two cases i was gonna have two cases but um good fire didn't have their super prime ready to go mm-hmm. even though it was on pre-order the night before they ran into some hiccups uh, and then all the rest of those beers were my cousins. So I think we had 7.33 cases and um, my cousin took five of those, four and a half. So gets thirsty. Yeah, exactly. That's ridiculous. So he was like, I just I love the substance. Uh, so we went to Bissell Brothers, Good Fire, Lone Pine. Uh, if you are anyone is familiar with those, you know that those are some of the best portland main beers that they have to offer right now i love well i shouldn't say that because there's so much up there definitive uh al uh, Allagash is up there uh foundation austin street just rising tide beautiful breweries everywhere um great scenery great food um so we hit those three just got tons and tons of beer um, and he was like substances those beers that if i just want to have a few beers that's my go-to and i okay. was like 
that's a little fucking wild because that's some heavy shit. I know. And he's still he's still fit as can be. And I'm just <laughs> hey, good for him if he can yeah, do it, right? Exactly. I think my friend Ben is a big substance fan. He's that's he'll get that. That's like his go-to when he goes up there. He'll leave yeah. with like a case of that. I'm like, did you get any swish? And he's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> like, oh, okay. We um we had the opportunity to go so we we grabbed lunch up there too at uh king's head pub mm-hmm. they like that that place i feel like is so slept on because every time i go there it's not popping but they've got like 35 plus beers on tap the food is amazing and like portland maine is known for their food as much as they're known for their beer yeah um and that place is just so slept on their uh brussels sprouts bomb i had a buffalo chicken sandwich bomb like uh one of our friends got a flatbread actually emily got the flatbread one of our other friends got like the burgers and stuff like Mm -hmm. that that food is outstanding and last year when we went we went for the juicy brews fest the hop culture juicy brews Mm -hmm. so everyone go check out episode three with uh ken from hop culture (laughs) um but we um i was able to get swish in june which was like unreal i was amazed that i even saw that on tap yeah and i think me and my buddies got like some of the last pours of that last year but king's had his bomb and then we hit up mashton which mashton has like again 30 beers on tap and it's just they had super prime that day uh they were like we're the only only bar in the city that has it right now so I was I was a little hesitant up there though because people from Massachusetts coming up and just walking around with no masks on and I was like you still got to be you got to still got to be smart it's just stupid people being stupid yeah and I started shooting the shit with the with the guy at uh, Buffalo Brewing Company and you know it just came out I was like oh I'm from out of town mm-hmm. and I you know I wasn't even thinking he was like you're not from fucking Florida are you and I was like uh oh shit I probably shouldn't have said anything but no, I'm not from Florida. And he's like, oh, okay, that's fine then. And I was like, oh, gosh, that could have gone off the rails real quick. Yeah, I said that to um, the guy over at um, Good Fire uh, because there was a hiccup with it. So uh, we were emailing back and forth on our way up there. Yeah. And then I, I had a conversation with him for a little bit. But everyone everywhere was being safe. I mean, yeah. Good Fire, they had someone waiting at their door in the back. They're actually, they don't have a beer garden at all right now. Um, apparently both of their owners are MDs and they were just oh. like, we are not risking the safety of our patrons just right. to make a little bit more money. Right. Um, so they said no to that. Um, Lone Pine had their patio out in Portland, but they also have their space in Gorham as well. So they're just producing and distributing a ton of beer. So they're all set regardless whether or not they do it, but they released their OJ double dry hop galaxy, which was bomb. People were saying to me that they didn't like it. And I said, you're hopping with a hop like so ferociously right. that it's going to taste different, but it was still such a good beer. And then Bissell, obviously Bissell is Bissell. They had the line ready to go. Their systems were down. So that kind of sucked. They were putting stuff away yeah. uh, when I got there and I was like, this isn't good because I had a huge order but they still had mine out ready to go. That's so good. We were, yeah, we were we were good. We were there for like a half hour, but um, I don't know if they have a patio open right now. But again, everyone was being safe. Masks on, gloves up, like very quick transactions. Right. I didn't have to even give them a card because obviously I paid online. Yeah. So we were good. Yeah, that's how we paid at Resurgence. It was just like a little QR code on the receipt. Just scan mm-hmm. that. 
entered in my card. I actually didn't have to enter in my card because it was through Toast and I've used it before, so my card was saved. Yep. yep. And uh, that yeah, that's how we paid the bill. I hope. I mean, that's that stuff we've been talking about, right? That stuff that's just sticking around, right? You, you yeah. Hope. I think. I mean, yeah. like, why not? It's efficient. It's it's safe. It's what you know, whatever it is. But exactly. Uh, you know. That's that's what I think. Like as well, if you can, because I know a lot of people hate it. But I love Apple Pay. Yeah. Um, I use and Google Pay. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's just super easy to use, super simple. And people are like, well, I don't want Apple to have my yeah. my information. I'm just like, you they, know what? They have it. Exactly. <laughs> they ha- It doesn't matter. They have it. They have hey, it. hey, guess what? How do you pay for stuff on, on your Apple? Right. Oh, yeah. You got to do that. Um, so we, I just think that using your... Um, using your Apple pay more and just being like less touching on things like so much better of an idea. Well, yeah. And one thing I've noticed, so that's what I I've always, I've, or not always, but I've used Google pay for probably about a year or two now if, where I can, mm-hmm. cause it's not accepted everywhere. But yeah. even when I use it, I still have to put in my pin number, my pin, yeah, which is dumb. Defeats like, the why? purpose. Exactly. <laughs> like, I have my thumbprint. Like that's yeah. the security on this end, but I still got it. So why don't I just put my card in? It's, it makes no sense. It's not any different. <laughs> With the chip cards, it's a little bit better just because you can just insert it in the bottom and that's less touching. I would imagine that's less touching, but I still feel weird because someone could have already touched their card and then put it in, but whatever. Right. That's a different topic right. for a different day. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. so Good Fire is that? Where Where is that? So Good Fire, if you are familiar with um, the locations of Lone Pine, Rising Tide, yeah. Urban Fermentary, uh, Austin Street, all down that strip, yeah. um, Good Fire is actually behind Low Pine. Okay. So the stucco building, you come up around their patio and circle back around, and they're right in the back. Gotcha. And they have a they have a large space over there. They have a good sized tap room that you can go and sit down. Mm-hmm. In the bar, you can sit down, and they have a back room. So the first time we went there, they had a live band playing while we oh, were nice. there. So yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, I went to. I, I'm partial every time I go to to Portland. I'll do the the industrial park. So yep. went to Battery Steel. Austin Street still has their location there. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Allagash is over there. I'll hit them Definitive. up. Definitive. I went Definitive into, I was, I'm glad you said that because I couldn't remember the name. When The last time I was in Portland, we went into Definitive. They had a marshmallow, like a marshmallow stout, I think. Pretty good, yeah. a little sweet, wasn't my favorite. But they had a fantastic food truck out front. Got a nice mm-hmm. big, uh, like, foot-long sausage and an order of fries. Shoved that down before we went over to Battery Steel. It was actually a really cool spot. I'd never been into that one before. So yeah. glad we get to pop in there. But I love going to the industrial park. It's so nice to be able to just bounce around. Just boop around. It's a yeah, foundation exactly. that's over there too, right? Foundation, Austin Street, Definitive, Battery Steel. Yeah. And that's it. Because Foundation yeah. expanded into another bay. Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah, Definitive or no, you said Foundation. Yeah, Foundation. Yes, yes, yes. Because yeah. they have the two two bays for the patio now. Yep. Uh, yeah, I haven't been over there since last year. Me and Emily went up there and met my buddy Colin. So yeah, I think I was up there the weekend after Thanksgiving. It was yeah. the last time I was up there. But no, I yeah. love going up there. And then you were talking about beer bars, Novare Res. That's kind of oh. the place to go, man. Oh, baby, place to go. I went there for one of my birthdays. Uh, geez, I don't even remember. A couple years ago, three or yeah. four years ago at this point, probably. I was just kind of shooting the shit with the guy behind the bar. I had ordered like a so they have like a seller list. I'd ordered a bottle of beer off that. Um, yep. And while I was waiting for it, I was just kind of shooting shit with the guy. He came up there. It was my birthday, this, that, and the other. And after we had finished this, this, um, after we had finished the, the bottle that I had ordered, um, mm-hmm. they'd come out with a 2000 
2008 or 2007, I could look it up, uh, a bottled stout from Smutty Nose, and they melted the bottom of a candle and stuck it on the bottle cap and like brought it out as like a birthday celebration. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. I'll never, I'll never not appreciate Navarra Res after that. It was fantastic. Navarra Res is one of my favorite spots to go. I went with my buddies who aren't as big into the beer as I am. I got like a Drea Fontaine, like I forget what it was. It probably wasn't the Cuvée. It wasn't the Creek. Um, So, I can't remember what it is, but my buddies were making fun of me. They were like, it's coming out in a fucking basket. And <laughs> and uh, what the fuck is that beer? And I said, you don't need any of this. Yeah. I'll, I will pay the $30 for this one bottle. It's all for um, me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then shout out Zwayne's Day where I destroyed my stomach. Lambics are the death of me. That'll do but, it. So much acid. Yeah. So resurgence in... Uh, you, so you got out to the patios a little bit more than I did. Yeah. Um, so Resurgence and you said Buffalo Beer Company, right? Yeah, or Buffalo Brewing Company, yeah. Buffalo Brewing Company. Yeah. So what are their policies right now? Um, because this was a topic we wanted to bring up with kids. Um, That's a good question. So like I went, it was like, what was nice too is that we went, um, you know, like middle of the day on a Thursday yeah. So people were still working, not necessarily at work, but people were working and, you know, not out. So that helped too. We, it wasn't very crowded, um, mm-hmm. but there were no kids out. Still a lot of dogs. Um, but yeah, I don't, I didn't see any kids out in the Buffalo, Buffalo Brewing Company is, was pretty small. There were maybe eight of us there and that took up like the entire outdoor space. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, no kids out. I know. Uh, yeah. What was it? What was it like up in Portland? Uh, so again, we didn't really hang out at the patios. Um, the only places that we did go out were, uh, King's head, which there was no kids. Cause again, it was pretty early on a Thursday. It was yeah. like two o'clock on a Thursday and then mash ton, uh, which we were probably there from like five. No, we were probably there from like four till about six thirty, mm-hmm. And then we ran over to Bissell, but yeah. I didn't see any kids out again, obviously because it's the middle of the week, but I know that. Like with uh, Castle Island, where I work, um, we have a policy with kids right now where if they're uh, old enough to be out of a stroller and walking around, they're not allowed in the beer garden. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's mandated by the town. So. That's a big shift for the Castle Island daycare at Constitution Wharf. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it is. <laughs> and especially with some of the events that they've had inside with the kids. I think it's more so just with COVID because obviously a kid that is mobile is a carrier and can just spread that shit like crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's not to say that there's some dumb, dumb adults as well. Yeah. But so with with that and with kids being less in uh, less prominent in beer gardens, what do you think? Do you think that shift is going to change? Oh. And I know we'll, we can go into our own feelings about it. No, not at all. There's no chance. Just because, I mean, I mean, think about it. Like, you know, I made the joke about Castle Island daycare at Constitution Wharf, which is really mm-hmm. what that was. But like, if you like, you lose a huge segment of your of your buyer. You know, mm-hmm. at a, at a at a beer garden, if you don't let kids come, people are coming during yeah. the day on a Saturday. They're taking their kids out. They're meeting friends with other kids. You know, you've seen it. People have come and had like children's birthdays. You know, it's like as a worker, I want to throw myself off a bridge because it's the most insane thing that's like ever happened to me. 
Um, and it's just such a pain in the ass because the people, and that's the worst part about it is I don't, as a, as a patron, like, I don't care if you have your children at a brewery or at a bar, but like, don't let them run around, like get them off my shit, like play a game with them, like pay attention to them and like engage with them or like make sure they're not being little assholes to everyone else. And that just like, doesn't happen so often. And I know there's such a hot like button issue in the, like on oh, beer Twitter. will lose their mind over this. Yeah. Like I, I'll vividly remember about two years ago, there was this huge controversy because someone drove like two hours to go to two roads, which that's your own fault. You idiot. <laughs> um, but someone drove like two hours to go to two roads and they couldn't go in. It, you know, it wasn't kids. It was a dog. They don't let dogs in. And dogs and kids, man, they're, they're basically the same at this point. Yeah. And this yeah. guy, like, his, like, tweet went viral. And it was, like, beer Twitter. And it's the, it's the most divisive thing. It's, like, I don't even know. It's, like, tax reform to Republicans and Democrats. Like, people want to kill each other over this, like, po- policy and, like, whatever it is. It's the wildest thing. Just, like, keep your kids off my shit. Like, pay attention to yeah. them. Like, you don't go to a brewery and just let the kid... That, that's what Chuck E. Cheese is for. Yep. Like, take the, your kid to Chuck E. Cheese, eat some pizza, and watch that little robot mo- robot mouse do some wild shit. Yeah. And the, I get it. I get it, and I agree with you where people are like, I want to bring my kids because I want to have an afternoon with my friends and where we can do adult things. But that's the thing. Breweries are not made for kids. They're made for adults. They're made for 21 plus year olds. And until that law changes and maybe reverts back to 18 plus, it's not going to matter. Right. Kids, it's Dave and Buster's used to do it. <laughs> they used to shut down at six. It's a goddamn arcade. Like right. breweries kind of need to look at it the same way. Right. And again, these are opinions of my own. They're not opinions of uh, ownerships and breweries I've worked for or work with. Uh, it's, it's my own opinions. And like, I agree with you. Uh, and like, we have some friends that are hot on that button too, of saying some of them saying no kids whatsoever, but kids yeah. and dogs go like, it's a, you're right. They go hand in hand. And it's like, if kids are allowed in breweries, you got to allow the dogs in breweries, unless there's food being served, because right. then you can't have dogs. Right. And that's what we're doing right now. We can't allow dogs at all, right. unless it's a service dog. But it's what does a kid have to do at a brewery? Nothing. Oh, I mean, that's the thing, though, is they do have stuff to do if, like, the parent or another child is paying attention to them. Like, they can play yeah. games. With each other. Like, I'm fine with that. You know what really gets me is, like, okay, so obviously uh, I, I, I curse like a sailor. And mm-hmm. I've been kicked out of bars before for swearing. Be- and, like, the bartender got mad at me because there's, like, children around. That's crazy. And I'm like, that's- what? Now, granted, I will give context to the story. It was 4 p.m. on a Sunday. Uh-huh. We were watching football, and I was pretty drunk, but I'm pretty sure there were no fucking kids around. So I'm yelling at the TV. We're watching a football game, and I, I just, I, I'm telling a story even, and you know me, I'm loud. Like, so yeah. everyone can hear me. And the bartender yeah. from the other end of the bar is like, hey, can you watch your mouth? There are kids around. And I turned around, and like, not even as a joke, I was like, I don't see any fucking kids. And he threw me out. They kicked me out of the bar. Shout out to Blackstone, Back Bay, Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, But I'm fairly certain there was no one else in that bar. I can't be certain because I was quite drunk. Yeah. And if if anyone who is listening to this was there with me, I, if you want to call and leave a voicemail or email us at craftbeerhustlers at gmail.com to back me up, I would appreciate it. But I'm fairly certain not only were there not children in there, there were no other humans in there. And the bartender just got pissed off at me. 
that's the thing like it's a bar it's an establishment for 21 plus right. year olds it's not an establishment for a 10 year old right. to be there and if your child's there like that bar is doing you a favor like I, yeah i'm not going to bring my child to a bar like let's say i bring my child to a brewery which i'm sure i will right yeah i'm oh, yeah, also yeah. not i'm also not going to sit there and be like oh uh sir three seats away can you not swear uh my child's yeah. here like that's insane like i have friends that do that obviously because again i'm swearing and like john there are kids around it's like i don't care like i'm not yeah like first of all you should be able to teach your children like these are words you shouldn't say in public but these are words that adults say in private like do like that's on you though that's not on me. like i'm not going to change the experience i'm having because yeah. you needed to get out of the house with your six-year-old because you want to jump off a bridge yeah. like that's not my problem like it's on you to teach your child not to say these words until he's like 10 like that's <laughs> just on you that's the cutoff line 10 years like, old. that's just on you like i'm not gonna change the way like and i get it but like when my friend said it to me like you guys i don't care and i don't understand why you keep doing we've been doing this for years yeah. you say john stop swearing i say i don't give a fuck and then you give me a weird look because i swore at you after you told me not to swear like yeah. we've been doing this for a while now and it yeah. just stopped i'm not gonna change because it's not for kids it's like a little bonus gift for adults who don't like their children and have to bring them to bars. Yeah. And that's like, I get it. And I say the same thing too. Like I'm when I'm old or when I'm old enough, I'm fucking old enough to <laughs> like be popping out like kids 30? right now. Yeah. I'm almost <laughs> two years, two years away, baby. <laughs> when, your, when your balls dropped in, they, they dropped about 15 years yeah. plus ago. <laughs> uh, no, uh, having kids i will definitely bring them to a brewery but if like if there's another adult there that's like uh fuck me i'll be like kids yeah daddy daddy talks like that too but not around you exactly that's on you man like that's on you as a parent it's not on me as a complete stranger yeah exactly Uh, and like if my friends do that to me i'm a little different i'll be like oh shit like sorry and then i'll be like oh fuck and so if it's my friends exactly so if it's like my friend's kids you know, then, okay. Someone yeah, that you but, hang, hang out around, like, right, a bunch. Right, But that, like, yeah. in regards to, what I, like, that last story, like, if my friends are saying, oh, there are kids around, and those kids are strangers to our entire group, that's when I'm just like, I don't mm-hmm. care. Like, but if it's my friend's kids, I try. I don't do well. I had a kid call me yeah. out at a friend's giving one year. It was hilarious. <laughs> my my friend's kids aren't old enough to understand what fuck means yet, so where. <laughs> We're able to still say it, but we're getting real close. Yeah. We're we're on the edge of like it being a problem. Yeah. So Well the worst uh, part about that Friendsgiving too is that like I said like damn and the kid was like, You said a swear and started screaming at me across the room. So everyone else is like, Oh my god, is John like touching this little kid? Why is this kid screaming? I was like, No, I said damn, it's it's okay. And yeah. my friend next to me was like, Shit this, fuck that. And like the kid was just sitting there, like staring at her, and I was like this is ridiculous. Why is anyone calling her out? <laughs> Stupid. It's, that is, it is what it is. Because I'm so loud. Go, yeah. Well, I agree with you because I'm the same way and I get called out all the time for that shit too. It's because I'm so loud. And I'm like, why do you want me to be unauthentic? You guys know who I am as a person. <laughs> it's just a way I talk. You guys, we're friends now for better or for worse. And you can't get rid of me. So <laughs> you just better bring your plugs at this point, I guess. But it sounds like we're on the same we're on the same mindset of kids can be at breweries. Just parents take care of your goddamn kids. Right. And if a brewery start enforcing that kids can't be there past five PM or four PM, like hell yeah. I think that's like, beyond reasonable. That. I think that's beyond that, reasonable. Yeah, I think it's it's not a fucking Chuck E. Cheese. Right. It's, it's not six a, o'clock. It, kids should be in bed. 
again, Dave and Buster's like <laughs> just ripping. You can go there and rip tequila shots and then go play whack-a-mole. Like, come the fuck on. Love it. Like, Love it. come on. So like kids aren't kids aren't it's the same thing with breweries yeah it's beer what are the kids gonna drink the two dollar juice boxes you're losing out on so much business on that I know. too well and that's the thing it's because like these breweries have the games and i get it you know mm-hmm. they have board games card games and you can bring cards and i if you're doing that at noon that's fantastic i love it family yeah. bonding groom your kid to like be a normal human around alcohol like all the, there are so many benefits yeah. to it i get it normalize normalizing alcohol and like the bar culture and brewery culture i love that but yeah once it hits like four five six o'clock like let's let's go time to go eat yeah, dinner and, and go to bed man yeah because daddy's already hugging 12 sheets <laughs> daddy's, not even, daddy's been not drinking here. 8.0 ipas for four <laughs> hours and mom's not very happy so we need to yeah. go that's that's the whole deal like i i remember i went to a brewery and they had an event and it was just like there was so many kids in there and later I was able to ask, I was like, I have a question like <laughs> feet on the feet on the ground. Are they considered like counting towards your capacity? Yeah. And they were like, yes. Yeah. And I was like, there's about 50,000 kids to like 10 adults. It's insane. And I can't get in to buy beer because of this. Yeah. Like this is fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. And like, shit like that yeah. that's that's something that's a problem yeah but you're so much better at not calling out specific breweries <laughs> than i am i, have, <laughs> I think i, I have shit to. on i've shit on like at least two breweries an episode i think i called jim coke a prick <laughs> yeah, I in think that first episode point in time i think, I think did. what i said and then i said trillium sucked like two episodes ago and you're just like yeah this one brewery you know it's fine it's like whatever. you just gotta you're be a lot better enough. at this than i am yeah i just <laughs> yeah i don't know well well, when we start getting more breweries on the podcast, you'll realize not to fucking do that. I don't, I don't think uh, I don't think they're coming on, Dan. I think I fucked it up. <laughs> it's so funny. Well, it is what it is. But I Oof. think we we've kind of gotten through the kids the kids conversation. Um, anything else that you want to touch on? No, man. Listen, it's uh, it's been real as always. Um, hopefully, lining up a couple guests here in the next couple episodes, uh, especially with states opening back up. You know, maybe we'll do some on location stuff. And you know, we've been yeah. talking about that. So, uh, again, like I said at the uh, in the onset here, we appreciate your support. We'll be back two weeks from uh, two weeks from today. So that'll put us at uh, Wednesday the twenty second. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and so again, uh, like us, Spotify, subscribe, leave us some voicemails. What is it? Anchor.fm backslash craft beer hustlers. That's that's the ticket. Actually, before hold on, before we go, did you see Sully's email? Yeah, Sully Sully hit us up with an email. What is he in Georgia right now? It looks like he's somewhere in Georgia. So Sully, yeah. wherever you are, I hope you're enjoying your trip. Bring us back some beers. I'll uh, leave us a voicemail. I'll actually we have your email. I'll shoot you our address. We'll get a package out to us. We like IPAs and stouts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anchor.fm backslash craftbeerhustlers, craftbeerhustlers at gmail.com, at craftbeerhustlers on Instagram, at CVH underscore pod on Twitter. Hit us up. We love you. Episode Absolutely. five in the books. We love y'all bitches. <laughs> See y'all later. And that is it. Episode 5 in the books. Thank you so much to the Craft Beer Hustler family for checking us out and supporting us up until now. Again, Johnny hit up with all the social medias. If 
you haven't yet, give us a follow, give us a like, conversate with us on those. We are super, super friendly, and we love talking with you guys. And again, if you have any questions or comments about the podcast, you can reach out to us at anchor.fm slash craftbeerhustlers and leave us a message, as well as craftbeerhustlers at gmail.com with any other questions that you may have. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to us on Apple iTunes or Spotify or anywhere that you get your podcasts. And if you could, please give us a rate and a comment on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out so much and helps us out with the ratings. But again, thank you so much. And be sure to check us out in two weeks when we release episode six. We'll catch you all soon. Hold on. It's episode five. It's yeah. me. It's you. We ain't got no guests. You have a no beer? Yeah. Okay. It's been sitting on my desk for a little bit. Yep. Mine too. Oh, what do you got? Uh, Kersen- Kersenlich. Did I do that math right the other day? Should I wait? I'll ask you that when we're recording. Never mind. Okay. Social distancing. This is a pretty yep. neat one. Got it from Buffalo. Nice. Um, I will. Yeah, I can do the intro if you want. Wait, did do I? Do the intro. Did you do the intro last time? No. Okay. Yeah, you can do the intro.